welcome to Lanestorming, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me as always is Ben Slinger. Good morrow, sire. Good morrow. Hail and well met. This is our medieval episode. episode of... <laughs> no, we're not. We're not, I'm not going to talk like that the whole episode. That would be annoying. Yeah, I can't be fucked. So yes, you're going to say this is our f- of lamestorming, and I think we will do something a little bit, a little bit new, a little bit different. We've got lots of ideas for different segments, so we'll test out a new one. Do you want to tell yeah, our listening audience about what we might do today? Um, we were thinking that we might do some game remakes. So unnecessary game remakes is probably a better name for it. <laughs> well, we'll see. They might end up being they might end up being good and necessary. Choose a game from the eighties or nineties and try to update it to today's graphics or gameplay modes or Yeah, we'll just see Just try to ruin it with three D. Yeah. Yeah, ruin it with three D, exactly. <laughs> yeah, based on sort of the way games are made today, we'll take a look and, and see what a studio if they were to buy up that ancient license would would do with it today so uh, d- did you have any off the top of your head trevor that you thought would be well i was thinking let's let's go one of my favorite games from back in the back in the 90s yep the old epic mega games classic jill of the jungle <laughs> i remember that one yeah that was sort of the early kind of side scrollers on pc right yeah it's sort of almost partial mario clone slash Something else. I mean, everything was a Mario clone at that stage. Even Sonic's oh, a Mario clone. Yeah, but I mean, uh, it took a little while for the PC to really get some good ones. Yep. And actually, the other one was also by Epic, Jazz Jackrabbit at the time. Yes. Maybe a little bit later or earlier. I can't remember. I know Cliff Cliffy B, Cliff Blusinski was the, the, the dev on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jill of the Jungle. So this was about a woman who was sort of a, a bit of an Amazonian, I guess. Right? Um, yep. Yeah, and she sort of jumped around. And I can't really remember much. Do you remember? What do you remember about it? Um, I remember it being like had some reasonable animation. It had the typical run and jump mechanics. Instead of being sort of linear levels of start to finish, though, they did have like branching paths and you know having to go find the key to open up. Right. So a little bit. Of, yeah, it was a little bit of like a Metroidvania style thing as well. All right. So I mean, let's just take that basic idea, Jill of the Jungle. She's in the jungle and she has to do something because I don't <laughs> think there's much story to it. So right off the bat, I like the female protagonist. We we often sort of try to bring that in because they're just, you know, there is an underrepresentation there, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, what I don't know. What do you picture when you think of you know the Xbox One Jill of the Jungle remake? Well, let's let's bring her to the forefront of of gaming, the pinnacle of of female gaming, and not make her like Tomb Raider. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm the, thinking the new Tomb Raider. No, the the new Tomb Raiders are pretty good, except there is still the emphasis on the very top heaviness of. <laughs> okay, so she's of her and the very skimpy outfits. So yeah, but... even though even though the game did have skimpy outfits. You know, they were very highly pixelated, so you couldn't really tell that they were skimpy. So, there were two, um, two pixels instead of the seven that they may be. Yeah. So I'm thinking that she's like just full on fur. Okay, so she's full on. So it's um like a Tarzan like. So it's like you it's, know she's skinned an animal. Oh, and, I was I was thinking of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, like the big fur. Uh, okay. Yep. Done. Coat thing, yeah. <laughs> I haven't haven't seen it, but um, I haven't it, seen it, either, it makes but... perfect sense. Yeah, it's it's kind of the classic. I think it's is it a bear skin? I don't know. I think he fights a bear in that movie. Uh, <laughs> well, the bear fucked him. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I did say fucked a bear. <laughs> Five water bear. Oh, he fucked it, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Is that why he won the Oscar? No, maybe. <laughs> In order for Leo Jeez, to finally win his really Oscar, he had to yeah. fuck a bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, okay. That's that's cool. So, it's almost... She'll almost have like a a Gears of War kind of profile. You know, the big, beefy kind of uh, character models. Um, mm-hmm. We've got to go third. We've got to go third person, right? Oh, yeah. Third person. Survival mechanics. So, oh, yeah. That's good. So, like, a little bit of... Because I'm thinking a little bit of Gears of War sort of style. Because did she sh- shoot things? She shoots things now. <laughs> she, sh- she shoots things now, does she? Um, 
Well, I mean, she can have, and and maybe this is getting a little bit close to. I mean, well, the bow and arrow is kind of bit getting a bit played out, hey. Especially because we don't want to make a Tomb Raider clone. That's we it, like make... Tomb Raider, and there's um, Horizon Zero Dawn coming out on PS4. Um, yeah, there's Horizon Zero Dawn. I think she has a, a bow and arrow as well. Um, yeah, so fuck yeah. bow and arrows. Um, what she's got is a big ass fucking knife. <laughs> she's just got a knife, so it's like it's all melee. Yeah, that sounds cool. And she can sneak up behind people and like yeah. So there's slit their throats stuff and... and yeah, survival stuff. So she has to hunt with the knife to um, to survive, cook stuff. So there's a and, little bit. And of like... the only sort of upgrades is she gets just a bigger knife. <laughs> just a bigger knife until <laughs> she's yeah. like carrying a machete. <laughs> until it's like a Final Fantasy style. Taller than her knife. No, maybe... Awesome. Well, that's getting to the ridiculous, but, I mean, that's kind of what we do on this show, right? <laughs> Although, so far, I'm liking where we're going with this game. I don't, I don't <laughs> so do I, actually. I kind of want to play this Yeah, one. We, we might need to take comedy out of the title, of out of the tagline of our show, because we, we're starting to just make games we... Talk about games we want to play. <laughs> um, all right, so let's try to mix it up a bit. Story-wise, is there is there a protagonist? Like, why is she in this jungle? Was she raised by wolves? Is there a Did you say protagonist or antagonist? Because she's the protagonist. <laughs> Maybe she's not. Maybe that's how we mix it up. Maybe she's the antagonist and it's not even her story. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just fucking misspoke. Uh, maybe we need to bring in an antagonist. Um, you know, some story stuff like why is she in this jungle? Was she raised by wolves? Is there like a Mowgli situation going on here? Is she going to meet fucking uh, um, Baloo? Yeah, okay. Let, let's go. Let's go. That her family um, was killed by Shere Khan. <laughs> <laughs> she Shere Khan, but it's like S H double E R, and he's just. No, I was thinking Shere Khan, like it's voiced by Shere. Oh, Shere Khan. <laughs> Okay, so Cher, all right, so Cher, be hilarious. Cher voices the antagonist, who is it still a tiger, or um, is she just wearing tiger skin, or are we just... Maybe it's just Cher. It's just Cher. <laughs> looking, looking like, you know, um, <laughs> looking like the opposite of Jill, except she's got like a tiger skin. <laughs> right, so Jill's got like a big bear skin, Cher's got a tiger skin, and does she also have a knife? What's her weapon of choice? Maybe she's got the bow and arrow. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking, uh, we all right. So some of the unlockables, you get like you know we haven't nobody's done bullet time in a while. I feel like we need to bring bullet time back. So I'm thinking, um, bullet time is one of your unlockables, and you can like slice the arrows out of the air as as they fired at you. So Cher, wait. So Cher killed her family. Why did Cher? K- what what happened? Because um, I think that Cher thought that Jill was going to actually become like the best singer in the world, so she so decided she to kill her family. family so that she could continue making shitty. Hasn't music. she seen Batman? Like, doesn't she know about Batman? You don't. You don't get rid of someone by killing their family. That just like gives them the strength and the the you know gives them gives them the desire to to for retribution. Like it the drive. Them. They have that drive there. Like, that's not how you do it. Anyway, I guess maybe Cher's just not a comic book or movie fan or anything else because Batman's like everywhere. Batman has been ported into every single type of media. Does this game have the obligatory, like, city level where she makes it out of the jungle and Jill tries to make it in the city and then, <laughs> then goes back to the jungle? <laughs> so, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so Jill of the Jungle has a George of the Jungle level. Who's <laughs> Tim Allen Star? Is he a guest star? He's the he's the antagonist in that level, Tim Allen. Or Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Who played George of the Jungle in the in the Oh what the ill fated. F- no, movie. then what was the Tim Allen one? I don't know. <laughs> Man of the House. <laughs> no, Jungle to Jungle. Uh, jungle to Jungle. Jesus Christ. What happened in that one? I don't know. Oh, God. All right. Brennan Fraser is uh, the antagonist in that level. Does he have a bow and arrow? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's got a gun. He's just got a gun. (laughs) 
Yeah. And can she still... Yeah, I guess this is a later level, so your bullet time has is like... Then it's literal bullet time, and it, you've powered it up enough that now you're fucking smacking bullets out of the, out of the air. Well, That's maybe it's awesome. one of those levels where, you know, you get to the end of it, and it's just one of those things that goes into, um, you know, like a movie clip mode where um, the computer just takes over, you get shot, everything fades out, and you wake up back in the jungle. <laughs> So you couldn't actually do anything because right. One of those annoying things where you have no choice but to get hit, even though you might be really good at the game by now. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you know you had all the awesome weapons, and then all of a sudden they're gone again, and you're back to the start. Most annoying fucking thing. But yeah, okay, that that makes sense if we're bringing it into the modern time. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I mean, you've got to have that. You get to the point in the game. Where all of a sudden you strip them back to absolutely nothing and show them how far they haven't come. Yeah. Does she at least still have, like, the sort of innate things like the bullet time? Like, so she doesn't have her mega knife anymore. <laughs> well, well, let's just take it to the next level. No, she's literally back at the very start. Wait, so the game just loops? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not thinking the start of the game, but, like, this particular level, um, you know, she's she's got to go through a mini version of the rest of the game that she's already gone through to try and learn her skills back. Okay. Right. We're, we're talking that's about fine. shitty game mechanics that, that are from today's games, yeah. and I'm just expanding on All them. Right. That's fine. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> or not, because that's shit, and I wouldn't want to play that. So, no. In fact, th- this this situation gives her even more drive to to do this and she unlocks all, all the perks in the game and becomes very very strong or it yeah well or we just we completely subvert it and you think she's lost everything but then it's like they're just next to her they just left her <laughs> it's like what can she, she do t- with a knife and she picks it up and gets all her powers back if you just turn around it's like there's a machine gun just sitting there it's like unlocked bullet time with bullets <laughs> no it just said it's yeah unlocked bullet time not the power it's just time for bullets now <laughs> and so you get to go through the the, the rest of the game with guns <laughs> nice oh i just thought i just thought of a shitty game mechanic that i really don't like in games okay so did you ever play the force unleashed yes so, throughout that game, it's like you're getting more powerful and more powerful, and the one thing that you want to do is just start using all the powers to do everything in the game. Yep. And what did the game do? It's like, oh, look, we'll give all the enemies throughout the game things that can stop you from doing the things that you want to do. Oh, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you've got stormtroopers who, who can't who, be, like, you know, can't be, can't be grabbed and thrown because they've got, like, this force bubble around them. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> Just throw more of them. Yeah, there's more a of them fine balance between letting the the player actually get more and more powerful, so that by the end of the game they feel like that they are this mega powerful character, versus I guess actually making sure there's a challenge for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean that is that is an annoying kind of mechanic. So we won't do that by the end there of the game. There should be a way. <laughs> by the end of the game, you're there should so be a powerful. way to switch off that shit. <laughs> just and just let you power through the game. With all your... Oh, yeah. I mean, isn't I mean, that what New Game Plus is for? Yeah. yeah. But that's... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think some of these games, all you want to do is you want to be the most powerful thing in the room, and they keep on coming up with ways for you not to be. Yeah. And it's like, but if I've gone through all this stuff and I've got all this, all these different things, why can't the enemies be the exact same all the way through? I mean, they, it's... Maybe it, they get a bit of health or the, something like that. It is that, that. Balance, like... They need to decide if they're what sort of game they're making. If they're making an epic game, pun not intended, considering Jewel of the Jungle was made by epic mega games. Uh, if they're making a game where it's about that feeling of power, then yeah, they should do that. But if they actually want the game to be hard or challenging, I mean, they could they could up the enemies. Like, you know, in a Star Wars game like that, it should be that you're fighting more and more fucking like at ats and shit. Um, that you have to take down somehow with your powers, rather, you know, and you can, and just with swarms of storm, rather nerfing you know, swarms of stormtroopers underneath them, and you can just, you know, you have to fight off more of them, and then you know they're probably taking exactly. technical limitations to that. But anyway, I mean, back to Jill of the Jungle though. Having 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 played Dark Souls recently, yeah, um, you know, even the simplest enemy can kill you if you fuck up, but if you don't, it it's it's one of those things where it's actually rather fair in the way that it all works. It's just, you know, the further that you go, the um, the heavier hitting they are, but they they're still 
all based off the same idea. If you can get their pattern, you can you can actually um, yeah, I mean, it's, beat them. It's it's just it's a it's a question of taste, I think. Some some players like some types of games, and some like you know a lot of people don't like Dark Souls because that yeah. is actually annoying. That when you're learning the game, one one guy can hit, kill you with one hit because you don't know it well enough, and you have to go back. Yeah, there, there's a there's a balance. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back, back to Jill of the Jungle games. So anyway, I'm just I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for Jill of the Jungle, and I'm noticing that there was actually a trilogy, and the the second game was Jill Goes Underground. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm thinking we can use that title. There's some cool mechanics there. Jill Goes Underground in New York City. She rides the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're fighting through the sewers. You find the Ninja Turtles. I don't know. Um, yeah, this game's all about cameos, these games, you know. And speaking of which, the title of the third game in the trilogy was Jill Saves the Prince. But I'm thinking we just changed that to Jill Saves Prince. Prince didn't die after all. <laughs> Jill came and saved him in this alternate reality game. No, I'm thinking Jill saves Gears. So she actually ends up in Gears of War <laughs> and she saves the day. So anyway, Jill of the it's Jungle. It's done by Epic Mega Games, so that, that'll work. Yeah, yeah, they've got the rights to Gears, yeah. Uh, okay. What about you? Have you got a have you got an early game that you'd like to remake? Yeah, so this is this is one that you'll probably remember because I think you were into these sorts of games. Some people might not. And... Uh, it was probably, I guess, around the same time. Cosmo's Cosmic Adventure. Ah, <laughs> Apogee. <laughs> One of the classic Apogee games where you played some sort of weird alien guy. With suction cups for hands. Suction cups for hands, so you could kind of attach to walls, climb up walls. And the I think like the only other way you kind of interacted with things was by dropping these bombs, right? It was sort of these like yeah. timed bombs that you'd, that you'd put down and, and that's how you'd defeat enemies and you'd drop them off the edge of things and they'd take a few seconds and then explode. So, yeah, I'm thinking there's a lot we can do bringing that into the sort of modern age. Thinking about the story of why is Cosmo... Of how he became a plumber with the suction cups for hands. It's just like a plunger <laughs> and <laughs> well, that's... unblocks toilets. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's just a handy little side <laughs> side job that he's got. That's a mini game. There's a mini game where... Like a side quest, you know, you're going through the game and someone asks, <laughs> notices your hands. And it's like, oh, my toilet's blocked. There's a really huge turd in there. Can you come and fix it? No, but I'm thinking like, uh, you know, because it made me think what sort of, what sort of like character uses bombs as their sort of main thing. If, you, if we're going sort of more like, I'm thinking like the gritty reboot, we're going a bit more realistic. Like this, He's this a terrorist. guy's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we could kind of go dark. We could go dark here. Very. Yeah. <laughs> I think Cosmos Cosmic Adventure wasn't set on Earth, but perhaps we set it on Earth in in that sort of style of the gritty reboot and set in a city. But he's using bombs to do stuff. So like every time he does this, does he have to like get away from the fucking cops or something? Does he have to hide? <laughs> so um, it's it's a gritty GTA like game. <laughs> yeah, but all you've got is these fucking gaudy green bombs. They come out of your ass. <laughs> I don't think they came out of his ass. Where'd they come from, though? They kind of come from I the bloody suction cups on his hands. Clothes. So, yeah, you can use your suction caps to, like, climb up climb up buildings and stuff, obviously, and get away from people. Drop bombs down on unsuspecting people. You know, and with the, the physics of today, we can... You know, this game's all about destruction. It's all about blowing things up. Mm-hmm. So, we can, we can do something pretty awesome with that. Okay, so... What 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 is what is Cosmo's what is Cosmo trying to actually do in this? Because I'm reading here that in the original storyline, Cosmo's parents are taking him to Disneyland for his birthday. A comet <laughs> hits their ship, forcing them to land on an unknown planet and repair the ship. Cosmo goes exploring, and when he returns, his parents are missing. <laughs> so he's trying to find his parents in the original one. All right, well mm-hmm. that's still trying to happen, except his parents are being held in Area 51 by the U.S. government. Now he's he's a he's a freedom fighter. He's Cosmo the freedom fighter trying to save his parents from the the government, the oppressive government of the United States. Oppressive government of Australia. He's trying to get to Manus Island. <laughs> trying to get to Manus Island. All right, all right, yeah, that's okay. So his his parents are being held on fucking Nauru or Manus Island, and uh, so it's now yeah we bring some politics into it. It's a political statement. This game. Mm-hmm. He has to blast the shit out of it to get them out. That'd be pretty cathartic, actually. Oh, yeah. You know, and then finally they're, they're trying to get to, I don't know, instead of Disneyland, maybe Sydney's Wonderland or whatever they call that place. <laughs> trying to get to fucking Wobby's world. 
<laughs> Gun by a park. Gun by a park. Oh, Wobby's world's been closed for seventeen years. That's sort of no, oh, that sucks. Yeah. All right, so I don't know. I think that's enough for Cosmo's Cosmic Adventure. You um, you don't think you can go even grittier than that? Grittier. <laughs> I don't know. Can we make it darker? You don't think him trying to save his parents from a fucking Australian concentration camp is dark enough? Um, maybe he gets involved in, I don't know, devil worship. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's pretty dark, right? (sighs) (laughs) He ate fucking cheeseburgers cheeseburgers for health. I'm not sure we can turn him into a devil worshipper. Okay, so my next one actually comes from the Apogee family as well. Okay. I mean, that was a popular popular company back in, back when we were... You know, 10 years old. 12, 10, so, 12 years old. I want to know what became of Commander King. <laughs> so, so, okay, where so, is Commander so, King so this, is, this isn't a reboot, it's a sequel. This is because okay, yep. Commander King was a kid in the yeah. original games. He had his pogo stick, he had a laser, like just a laser gun, didn't he? It's just sort of shot lasers. Yeah. Or a zapping gun or Zapper. something like that. Yeah, and he was trying to fix his spaceship. He'd landed on the planet. And then I know there was a there was an episode where aliens ate his babysitter. Right. I think yeah. that's where we last left him before before he went into keen dreams. Keen dreams, oh yeah. That was horrible. It was like the Mario two of the Commander Keen <laughs> series. It finished at six, goddammit. But no, I'm th- I'm thinking, you know, maybe maybe just like so did Super he... Mario Galaxy. Well, You've I was just going to say, Commander did, King Galaxy. Did he actually grow up to be a commander? Because I mean, he was a kid. I guess he was a commander because he'd made his spaceship uh, and was commanding it. But you know, did he join? Okay, did so, he join the so does this become a real time strategy then? Ah, you know, he is a commander of He's of actually like a commander of, of of a fleet, a fleet of yep. ships. So this is taking a totally different way, other than you know a typical side scroller or yeah. Well, that's fine. We've already you know, we've done a. This is a very side-scroller heavy episode <laughs> of games that we're taking into the into the modern day. So, yeah, let's do something a little bit different with it. It's Commander Keen, but he's commanding Keens. <laughs> <laughs> so he's now thirty-five. Mm-hmm. He's commanding a fleet of what of uh, um, of aliens. Yeah, well, because there's a lot about Martians, right? Like he goes, he goes to the Martians. Oh, Vorticons. All right. So wait, is he commanding the Vorticons or is he fighting the Vorticons? Well, I believe that he actually befriended them at the end of the third episode oh. of third game. You and your fucking memory. <laughs> How do you remember this shit? Or do you just have the Wikipedia page open? Yeah. Uh, King defeats Mortimer and his mangling machine and frees the Vorticons, the Vorticon King, and the other Vorticons you haven't slaughtered and awards... <laughs> and awards- Keen a medal for saving them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it turns out that yes, the Vorticons are actually good. So he, beca- he becomes the. You've killed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So he's now commander of the Vorticons. Yeah. Um, His childhood nemesis Mortimer McMire, um, whose IQ is a single point higher than Keen's. I think. You know, you're going off in, you know, battles against him. So it's the old schoolyard rivalry with Mortimer McMire still going on 30 odd years later, mm-hmm. but now on the, on the uh, field, on the battlefield of space. Is that it? At that level? I think so. So you can have, you know, uh, maybe like a Star Wars Rebellion sort of, um, or Empire at War or whatever it is, you know, the space... Space battles. Right, so how do we kind of how do we on? bring how do we bring those classic keen elements into this into this new modern RTS game? Other than you know, we've got the story bits. That's fine. How does he use during the cutscenes? He's on a pogo stick. <laughs> he's, just, he's just always on a pogo stick. <laughs> he's actually a cyborg, and he's he's been grafted onto his pogo stick because his his lower ha- lower half was blown off. And in, in the background, you see like the commander 
cane like helmet, you know, the the yellow and green thing. Well, he should still be wearing it, right? He's a he's still Commander Keen. Maybe. Or is he Billy Blaze? Maybe. Which is apparently his actual <laughs> name. Um so all right. So we're taking that into a modern RTS. He's grafted to a pogo stick. Or or maybe you don't even mention the fact that there's like a pogo stick and like a, a helmet in the background and like maybe a picture of a dope fish. And <laughs> the, the whole thing doesn't even one mention of the, One Commander of the types King. of ships is like, that's the, that's the model name of it. It's the dope fish. Yeah, but you literally don't don't so, even mention it right, that so it's he not used even, to be Commander Keen. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, okay, so it's not even like an official thing. It's like, it's almost a bit of an Easter egg that... That this game is actually a Commander King sequel. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not even marketed as that. I mean, your character's name is Billy Blaze, but <laughs> right. But most people don't know that that was Commander King's name unless they've read the exactly page like I just did. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Cool. So, what's the game called then? What's the game? Does it just have some sort of generic RTS game? Maybe it's just Blaze of Glory. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's the sort of bullshit name that games are called these days. Goes right up there with fucking Call of Duty and Medal of Honor, Blaze of Glory. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, yes. Titanfall. <laughs> well, Titanfall's a bit, a bit has a bit more punch to it. Mass Effect. I don't know that. It's actually kind of awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I love Mass Effect. Oh, you know what? It's getting a bit quieter, I think. We might be moving into the Eye of the Storm. So, welcome to the Eye of the Storm. We're just going to plug our shit here. <laughs> just going to plug our stuff. <laughs> a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, if you want to find us, you can do so on Twitter, at LameStorming. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash lamestorming. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at podcast at lamestorming.com. We're on iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe on there. You can uh, visit us on our website uh, and listen to our episodes there, lamestorming.com. We'd like to thank Kuridas for the awesome free use of their tracks, Heavy Space and Matt Defiance. You're welcome. I'd also like to shout out to the website zencaster.com. That's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. They're a podcast recording site, uh, which we use. They have a fantastic free hobbyist plan, uh, which gives you up to two guests and the host in one uh, in one recording. And uh, yeah, it works really well. You can sync up all your tracks. It, it records locally. Voice over IP built in. It's fantastic. And we'd also like you to check out our other podcast, Two Sweary Dads. Last week we had a bit of a chat with Janine Sanders, an author who talks a lot about gender equality and how to prevent child abuse and lots of other really fun topics like that, but we had a great conversation. Yeah, it was really good. And um, yeah, so check that out. That's episode 25 of Two Sweary Dads. Alright, so let's move into something a little bit different. I think we haven't done this in a few weeks. We did this in our first episode, but uh, let's do a game tie-in for a movie or a TV show. Awesome. So I'll go. I'd like to see a video game based on the Tom Hanks classic movie, Big. <laughs> <laughs> now let's try to let's try to keep away from like the point-and-click adventure because I know that's always often the first place we head because we love them and because they're very story-based and we can do that, but. We got to come up like there's there are so many mechanics that we can come up with for someone who can turn who can turn from a boy into a um, into a man. I was thinking, you know, you you've got you know the piano level, so maybe you've actually got to um, <laughs> so it's you've got like... to actually pull out this massive inflatable piano and just <laughs> play it. <laughs> it hooks into the console. Well, I think that's, I think that's maybe just like an Easter egg or like a puzzle in one of the levels. So you know, maybe we're not. Maybe we're we're you know moving a little bit away from the story of the movie. Okay, so the story of the movie is the quest for what a ten-year-old boy to get laid. So <laughs> yeah, it's, when you put it that way, it is a little bit disturbing. So anyway, let let's help for those, this ten-year-old for those boy who, get well, laid. Well, for those who haven't seen it though. <laughs> oh my god! 
for those who actually haven't seen it, it's the story of a boy <laughs> who makes a wish to be big and wakes up as a 30-year-old man. And, yeah, goes off and gets laid, which is disturbing. just but, creepy. <laughs> uh, other than that, it's a really good movie. <laughs> but Very I'm thinking movie. we just take the general mechanic of turning from a 10-year-old into a 30-year-old. Uh-huh. It could always be like, like maybe a little bit of Hitman-style puzzle sort of thing where... Or, or, you know, um, a little bit like that double fine game stacking where you just, you have to be the right, you have to be in the right form to sort of get through certain parts of the level. Like some parts, you know, they'll only let you through if you're a 10 year old boy, but you know, this part of the level, you have to, um, you go on a roller coaster and be tall enough to ride the ride. So (laughs) you need to go find Zoltan, the Zoltan machine, fucking wish to be big. So you can't just... Maybe you can't just do it willy nilly, or maybe maybe later on you learn just to be able to switch at will. So it could be a bit of a puzzle game almost. You realize the power inso- was inside me the whole time. It was inside me the whole time to become a third. Click, man. click my heels three times, and now I'm <laughs> big. Now I'm small. Or you just like rip Zoltan out of the machine and carry him around <laughs> on your back, so it becomes like Banjo Kazooie. Um, he's just on your back, and every time you need to pull back, you ha- you just fucking blast a wish out of him okay so it's kind of like zelda ocarina of time yeah yep the first part of the game is you know you're going around as the child of time okay and or the child of big Um, and then and then later on you know you you get locked inside this this room with a zoltan machine um you wish to be big and you come out and you're you're an adult and you can so how long do you have to play as a kid before the bigness aspect comes in well I don't know, maybe... Is that just the tutorial level? Is it the classic fucking Japanese RPG that, like, your mum wakes you up in the morning and tells you it's time to go to school? And you go around <laughs> and talk to everyone in the town as a kid and go go to your friend... Well, that, that could actually... The, they could the have... Name. They could have a bit of, um, you know, life to it because, you know, you're, you're spending a bit of time as the kid and then you realise that there's a whole heap of things that you can't do, so you're really wanting to be big. So by the time that you actually get the bigness, you've you've been wanting that bigness for a while, right? So, so it's not like the first I thing just, that you I do f- is oh now I'm big. Oh, it's a Zoltar. There's got to be a reason for you to want to also be big, just like the child wants to be big. Zoltar. So he's um, <laughs> Zoltan was the, the I think Zoltan was the bad guy in fucking uh, dude. Where's my car? Zoltar. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Zoltan. Zoltan. <laughs> I actually did the hand hand signal then. <laughs> of course. <you> did. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, this I feel like this game's sort of turning into a variety of different genres, but that's okay. So it starts off RPG style. Uh, you walk around the town and you get to know people, and you go meet Billy. And you there's a mini game where you have to do the the little banana, bobana, fana, Billy, whatever. Like, do you remember? Yeah, I don't actually remember it. I know Tom Hanks still remembers it though. Does he? Yeah, he did it on um That's awesome. like James Corden's um live show. I I'll love send Tom you the Hanks. link we later on. Do an episode that's just movie times with all Tom Hanks movies. Actually, I have another Tom Hanks movie on my list. Anyway, don't worry. Yeah, so you go around the town, you meet everyone, and then yeah, you. So it's a little bit story based at the beginning, and then. But then it becomes so you find the Zoltar machine. Mm-hmm. You, is this where the game diverges? Because now you just carry the Zoltar around and you can turn big whenever you want, or does that come later? No, I don't think so. I think it's, I think that's got to come later. I think that's got to be like the halfway point. It becomes like a like a almost like a portal game where you're going through different sections, and there's a Zoltar machine at some point in the level. Oh yeah, yep. That will turn turn you big or back or back again, and you have to you know, be big at the right times or not um, to get through mm-hmm. the level. Move shit around. It's just pushing blocks and stuff. You have to be big to push the big blocks. You have to be little to crawl through things. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be big to seduce the woman. You have to be little to get away. It's like stealing shit. I don't know. The play with the toys, like in the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I reckon that'd be... He doesn't need to be little to play with the toys in the movie, but no, that's the whole point. So... Is this actually like an alternate universe big? So, where Trump isn't president? Oh, Ooh. 
No, that that'd be an awesome universe. I'm thinking a bad universe, like you know, everyone's got goatees and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, but only when you're big. But only when you're big. Because um, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, a ten year old with a goatee, well, that's just weird. But anyway, you you actually you go to work as the big, and you go, you go for the for the big. The um, big. <laughs> that's, I love it. We just call him the big. When he's big, he's just the big. Okay, yep. so. Big go- goes to, you know, the... That's um, the big. The big goes to go to the FEO Sh- Schwartz building or whatever it is. Yeah. And he totally fucks up. And the, the CEO they fires him. play it. awesome chopsticks on the keyboard? No, the I think universe? he goes to play chopsticks and he plays, like, the Leisure Suit Larry theme. And <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that just, like, offends the boss. Yep, but I'm thinking that you know he gets fired, and therefore he realizes that being big isn't so isn't so good, and maybe he's he's then trying to become small again, nice and quick. Well, I I, I figure by this point we just there's not even story anymore. It's just turned into a puzzle game. <laughs> it's a pure puzzle game. And then and then once you discover that when you're big, you can like well, or maybe, well, this is the thing. What happens if you wish to be big when you're already big, like? Then you we turn just, into the giant. Yeah, we just <laughs> it, then you just double big, and that's when you discover that you can rip Zoltar out of his machine. <laughs> you use and you become then you can become the child, the big, or the really big. <laughs> yeah, the child, the big, or the big big. Uh, <laughs> the big big, <laughs> <laughs> and the puzzles just get harder. But then, it, yeah, that you're carrying it around on your back, but you can only carry it on your on your back when you're big or big big. So that's part of the puzzle. If you go to if you go to the kid, then it's too heavy. If it's on his back when you go to go when you go to go back to the kid, you know, it's like it, it just, just steps his back and he's like ah! lose help. And game over. You have to have dropped it by then. <laughs> the child just snaps in half. Jesus. It's like fucking inside that that Xbox game from recently with all the brutal kid deaths yep the kid just dies in the most horrifying ways that had limbo <laughs> yeah well exactly what type of view is it is it like a third person is it a it's isometric sort of puzzle game is no it... no I'm thinking it's third person I think I, I'm picturing it kind of in that like Banjo-Kazooie kind of mode almost mm-hmm. or like uh, uh, did you ever play um, Brothers brothers game oh yep <laughs> yeah yep. two brothers yep. two brothers game uh just that sort of thing with like fixed camera you're moving them you're moving them around uh oh yeah that works yeah because that, that, that was kind of weird that control though well because you're moving the two of them two like, sticks you're not doing that in this one well until you wish until you accidentally wish to be big and not big at the same time and you just split in two and then you're controlling big and not big <laughs> or maybe maybe to to keep it closer to the to the movie once once you prove to um your friend Billy was it Billy yeah maybe he then like maybe the whole thing is that you're trying to find the Zoltar machine right okay and so you control Billy with like the left stick <laughs> so we're actually and, just stealing it yeah, it's just brothers brothers <laughs> um <laughs> well I mean that can be one section apparently they're just taking different sections this game's just going to be the be all and end all of of every different genre. Oh yeah, they get into one part and it's like, what the fuck? This is a portal gun. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, well, when, I'm just once you get past the puzzle bit where you can be not big and big and big big, then it's, yeah, then it just becomes the first person shooter. <laughs> you just wish for a gun. <laughs> like fuck, this Zoltar thing can do anything. <laughs> he gets to the end of that and goes, fuck, I wish I had like plungers for hands. <laughs> <laughs> becomes Cosmos Cosmic Adventure. <laughs> that yeah, it's actually the, the surprise sequ- uh, prequel, surprise prequel to <laughs> Cosmos Cosmic Adventure. All our games today are linked, yes. Because then Cosmo goes into space and meets the fucking Vorticons or whatever they were. Turns out, okay. Be, yeah. So my tie-in that I was thinking of, right. yeah, Dexter. Mm. So Dexter. I really like Dexter, and I always thought, you know, this could actually be a, a bit of a, a fun game where kind of like the anti-Rainbow Six sort of game. Okay. Where you're, you're planning to actually, you know, you're trying to stalk someone. You've already set up, okay, this person's going to be at, 
at this place and you know you've got to try and get into the into the house and do um capture capture them without letting the other people other occupants know that you're there or something so how like is that, that the anti anti rainbow six I just thought just because you're capturing people hmm? just because you're not killing them sometimes well you you you're only wanting to kill the bad guys so maybe yeah. you've got to go through um the, yeah, so this has the be evidence collection then you've got to right okay so you've got lots of different modes that you can go through so it could almost be it could almost have an aspect of like la noir where you're doing your blood better yeah, like you're doing your blood spatter analysis and you're interviewing people. There's a bit of actual detective work to make sure you've got the right person. Uh, but then once you've got the right person, yeah, it becomes like a stealth. It becomes know, a rainbow six. Yeah, you kind of have to do the stealth stuff and capture them. <laughs> and then it becomes Surgeon Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you travel. You're traveling in the back of this ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. You got all your. You got. It's all right though because you've got all your plastic sheeting up. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter if you kill them. <laughs> Oop, took the heart out. So you keep them alive as long as possible to sh- to like make them suffer. And then it becomes vl- uh, viscera cleanup detail or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't do a good job, then if you don't do you know, a good job, you, then, then you, <laughs> you get caught. To... You leave evidence behind. So it's it's <laughs> yeah. again lots of different games all in one. <laughs> and then when you're throwing the body pieces off your boat into the water, it's like um, Doctor Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tetris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't you can't let it reach the top. This is a leg. It's a line. <laughs> if it reaches. If it reaches the top, then you'll be found out. You filled the entire fucking ocean with body parts, piled them up. I'm not sure. You put it down. Sure. It's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what the uh, like what what the explanation for when you create a line of them that they disappear is. But I'm just picturing you know you put down the put down the leg and it's like oh, it, it went just slightly off. The current took it. The current took it slightly. Didn't go, didn't go into that hole. I oh, know. I, I reckon. It's yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. got. It's that, definitely got, got a few. All right. So what? How, interesting ideas else that could you could we, do. How else could we explore? Explore that a little. Well, how else could you explore the like universe of um of Dexter of Dux- Dexter? You've got your sister. <laughs> four. <laughs> yeah, nothing exists after season four of Dexter. There was no more Dexter after season four. Come on, there was the there was season six with um, Tom Hanks's son. I did watch some Colin of that Hanks. Week. Yeah, it, it went downhill after season four, though. It went downhill after season six, actually. Season six was the last good one. Well, I can't remember how far I watched, but I think the problem the, was the end of season four was so was fucking amazing that nothing could ever live up to it. Yeah, it did start going downhill from there. Yeah, but that's only because there was nowhere to go but down. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of couldn't live up to when that. When you go to the heights of John Lithgow all the way through season four to not John Lithgow, it's... Yes, just... exactly, to not John Lithgow. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> um, who'd, they repl- who'd they replace, like, you know, extra character with? It was the chick from um, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, yeah, she was in season five, I think. Yeah, that just didn't work. But no, then they got Tom Hanks' son, so that was all right. Yeah. I don't think I watched after season six, actually. I watched through to the end. Um, there's actually... Well, hopefully I'm not spoiling it for people, but if, if I well. am, well, it's a fair few years old, so get over it. Um, <laughs> his sister actually finds out at the end of season six that he's a serial killer. Oh, yeah, I think I did see that. The The next two seasons are dealing with her knowing and... Like trying to get trying to get him help and all this sort of stuff. So maybe right. you can have an extra level where he's going off to um where going off to a therapist or something like that. <laughs> well, that's where the L.A. Noir stuff comes in. You got to like read the read the emotions and things. Mm-hmm. You want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right. So one more movie tie-in, and this could go in a few different ways. The clumps with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you mentioned this before? Did I? I think yeah. I think I brought I it up. I think you mentioned it in the first episode. I probably did, but we didn't do it. It was such a good idea. <laughs> we need to figure out what sort of game you'd make from the clumps. 
Okay. So, how many of okay. them are well, there? There are a lot of them, right? So the the games the game mechanics we have are there are a bunch of them, and they love mm-hmm. to fart. Okay. So I'm thinking kind of um uh maybe a bit of a Lost Vikings sort of thing where the, each of them have different different uh powers. So in other words, you're just tying it back into early '90s games that you want to remake, and so you've decided to make Lost Vikings. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> saying the clumps. That's just that's just where I got that that particular game mechanic. Like that's what that yeah. I actually quite like that. Yeah, that's just one of the games that had that sort of game. Like a lot of games do that sort of thing, where different characters have different abilities, and you know you have to use them at the right time. That's just one so of those that did it well early on. Is Buddy Love the um? The antagonist? Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, um, I guess so. And yeah. so, do they, do they know that it's actually their son at the moment? Do the clumps know? Yeah. Well, or wait, so... You know. Well, you switch back and forth. Oh, can he switch back? I can't even fucking remember this movie. <laughs> well, they're all Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew that much. That's about all I knew. I think the clumps actually had Buddy Love and... Uh, the other character that Eddie Murphy played in that. The other character. <laughs> the other character that was the nutty professor. Yeah. I think um, he was actually able to play both of them at the same time because um, Buddy Love actually was a separate character in, in the movie Nutty Professor to The Clumps. Right. Well, I'm thinking let's just base it off the idea of The Clumps, maybe not the specific movie. Mm-hmm. It's just we're making a Clumps game. Yep. So it's Lost Vikings. So, yeah, so you've got to have... And I'm not gonna have like the shield talking... character that you can you can jump on and and climb up. Yeah, so um, I think the grandmother has to be a character. Yeah, there's because the, who is there? There's, there's the grandmother, his parents, and his brother, right? And then yeah, and, and then they've got the like Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, that was that, that was his <laughs> mum, right? Yeah, but um, his like nephew or whatever was. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, he's just a he's just a projectile. You just throw Hercules. <laughs> like he just destroys shit you like bash him through walls and stuff okay kind of like that yeah the uh, brother the, the brother is like the shield sort of character like he can lift you up higher because he seems like he's pretty tough guy. pretty strong he's sort of strong um, um if the dad tries to do it he hurts his back and he's just yeah if you, you forget know. to switch then you, he's like out of commission for a while <laughs> <laughs> um no i think i think um the nutty professor himself i think he can switch back and forth between Buddy Love and like that's his power is when he needs to get into like smaller places or get <laughs> or, into like, a lady's pants he just switches. Or, yeah, or like seduce someone <laughs> <laughs> he he can switch so he's got a certain you know you've, and you've got a you've got a certain amount of the, the potion or whatever that he uses oh yeah yeah uh, you know and, and so you've got to collect it and stuff yeah you got to collect the ingredients so and... was the grandmother in a wheelchair no no she was walking she was walking right. that would have been useful well who's got the fart who's got the best fart power um, <laughs> the mum. The mum. <laughs> well, or the grandma. S- yeah, maybe the grandma. Maybe the grandma, that's her power. She's just got the power of amazing flatulence. So she can, like, launch people up. Or, like... Nasty. <laughs> blow things from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe the mum and the dad aren't even there. Okay. Characters. So, <laughs> what, what do you reckon their their whole mission is to save the mother? Okay, yeah, well... Yeah. Or, or save the father. Save the... Yeah, save the father. Well, maybe both of them. <laughs> Just so we don't have to come up with something for the mum to do. <laughs> so it's the grandma... The grandma, um, the brother, and... The nutty professor, the and professor, slash buddy love. Slash buddy love, and Hercules the projectile. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like a he's like a special movie, like a special character. Like, you call Hercules, and it plays the, like, Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> even though the mum's like... Um, <laughs> And he comes, he comes slamming in and runs into shit, breaks it. <laughs> so, okay, antagonist. Um, who, who is who is captured? Common the parents. decency. <laughs> <laughs> Sales of this game. <laughs> um, um, Someone who wants the, the wants the youth formula, I guess. It's a it's a brand new. It's the long lost clump. Norbert. Some, Hang on, no, that was a different film. No, it's fucking Norbert. <laughs> what about oh, Dave? Oh, God. It's Dave from Meet Dave. Meet Dave. <laughs> so it's like a guy full of... Or Pluto Nash. <laughs> it's Pluto Nash. Oh, shit. 
It's it's bloody um oh god. It's Eddie Murphy in Delirious. It's just Eddie Murphy. It's just Eddie Murphy playing Eddie Murphy. Is it but is it young in both Eddie Murphy when he was making good movies or is it it's it's um, it's old Eddie Murphy, he's come back from the future to stop himself from making the Vampire in Brooklyn. What did you say, Vampire in Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's unfortunately got way too many bad movies. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I really didn't like Boomerang. I really didn't like Meet Dave. I really didn't like Pluto Haunted, Nash. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion was one of the better ones. Pluto Nash is Pluto Nash is good for how bad it is, though. Like, that's one of those sort of movies that you can watch yeah. to just see what a tr- sort of a train wreck it is. You can see that if they had the money, they probably could yeah, have like it, made some, it somewhat better. Yeah, there's some there's some specks of of gold in that turd. <laughs> but if you keep on polishing, you just see more turds. So, <laughs> uh, well, Ben, what do you reckon? <laughs> should should we actually start development on these turds? No, nah, I don't know where my polishing rag is. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.